The Last Word with Matt Cooper. It's Christmas cookbook time again and as ever we're joined by Russell Alford and Patrick Hanlon, the restaurant critics of the Sunday Times Ireland edition and writers at gastrogaze.com. Thanks very much for joining us, lads. Delighted to be here. Now, let's start. Your first choice, Russell, is by a chef who came in here and had a really engaging chat with us during the year, particularly about his use of uh, butter in making mashed potato. Mm, the 50-50 mash, what a dream. I was only dreaming about it the other day, actually. Cor- uh, coronary killer, anyway, Mark Moriarty's book. Mark Moriarty's Flavour, which is his first, it's his debut cookbook. Uh, 100 recipes, and it's also the Unpussed uh, Cookbook of the Year as well, which is really amazing, voted for by the public. This is a really gorgeous, beautifully photographed cookbook. It's all really focusing on skills. So this is probably for the more confident, skilled home cook who just wants to... Uh, I In guess, other words, not for me. Ah, uh, yeah, don't put yourself down like no, that. No, I'd no, no, I, I know my limitations. Yeah, I'd say this would be good for you, actually. They're, they're very straightforward recipes, very well explained, very achievable. I'll let you have a little peek there. Um, yes, I have had a look at it. I mean, it's, as mm. usual, it is a beautifully produced book. The photography yeah. of the meals is absolutely terrific. Yeah, really wonderful. Like, you've got everything from uh, the basics of doing roasties, mashes, how, various different ways of things like chicken breasts, and then some of the more impressive things that you can do on a Sunday or a Saturday evening. Particularly love the uh, chicken and mushroom lasagna. That sounds fantastic and tastes great. Uh, Mark has a really great pedigree and experience. He has trained and worked in some top-class restaurants and now he's pairing it back to the home cook and bringing those skills along the way. In fairness, I have to say the majority of the things do look reasonably straightforward. I'm not saying they look simple, but they're straightforward. They're not complicated for somebody to do. Exactly. I think the pairing back of ingredients and making it as simple and straightforward as possible is great. Uh, As I said, there's over 100 recipes in there. I believe there's going to be a series of books on the way from Mark and following similar kind of um, traits and things themes along the way. Uh, really nice one. It's pub- published by Gill Books, twenty four ninety nine, and yeah, a really nice chef's book for the skilled home cook. That looks excellent. Or the, oh, or the aspiringly skilled home cook. Oh yeah, depends know. on your angle. <laughs> also, like, I, I think in the structure of it, the everything kind of increases as you go through it. It's darts on the easy stuff and then it increases as you go through into the kind of advanced. Now, Patrick, what does it say about you that the first book you're offering actually really isn't a cookbook at all. It's a cocktails book. This you're is turning my... to drink in a... At the very start of this. This is my kind of a cookbook. This is my Why do you corner. drink while you're cooking, do you? Um, I have been known to have something else in the other hand as I have a pan on the go. Um, usually made by, for by yourself usually, as well. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. This is called Irish Kitchen Cocktails by Oisín Davis. Um, it's a smaller uh, scale cookbook. It's like an A4. Live size, I, I think. It is, yeah. Um, this is perfect for the bar cart. And I think, particularly during the pandemic, all of us kind of tried our hand at upskilling on cocktails or in the kitchen. So this is the perfect companion to the bar cart. It's, it's small scale um, and it's got personality. The thing about cocktail cookbooks or cocktail books in general is that they're often quite stuffy and quite aimed at the classics. This has colour, 
personality on every page. And I like the fact as well that there's going for a lot of Irish products such as yeah. Gunpowder Negroni or the Blackwater Martini using as the base, Wicklow Wanderer, the base ingredients, Irish drinks. Exactly that. And Oshin himself is an absolute advocate of Irish, Irish, Irish. He's a consultant in the in the industry. He's an Irish spirits advocate. This is his debut, but I think there'll be a couple after this, as he just has a conversational approach to accessible cocktails. And the other cool thing in this is that it's 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 using ingredients that you already have at home and equipment that you probably have in your kitchen already too. This is a lovely stocking filler book. I'm Absolutely. already thinking of my adult daughters and their liking for cocktails that they actually would love making stuff based on this. Exactly that. It's 18 quid under 20 the ideal. No, that's a terrific one actually. I really like to look at that. Actually, you have other stocking fillers uh, Russell that you want to mention. Yes. Uh, now, of course, we did come along here last year and talk about Bloster Books uh, because we were one of the authors. This year, no skin in the game, but we are huge fans of Series 2, the 2023 series of Bloster Books. And there are four of them. There's four texts here. So you've got um, you've got Soup, uh, you've got Tapas, you've got Wasted and Maserap. So there's four very different themes there and they're all following the same format. They are all uh, A5 cookbooks, about 30 recipes each, beautifully illustrated. Give me a look at those. Uh, so this is building on the success, uh, humble brag, of the very first year of Bloster Books. <laughs> um, Award-winning. Uh, Award-winning to us and all the other authors who are involved in that. Good, um, good sign. You've already turned down some of the corners of the pages. Well, that's a good sign in that you've used the book. <laughs> it's a bad sign that you should never treat books. I know, I know, I know, but sometimes I can't find a little sticky note. It's loved. It's, it's all loved. And if there's splashes, that's an even bigger sign of love as well. Um, so the... Really, the whole theme behind Bloster Books is to give voices to people who don't ordinarily get the cookbook deals. They don't necessarily have the huge, massive Instagram following. The idea might be a little bit too niche. Uh, uh, Kristen, who is the publisher behind it, Kristen Jensen, her thing is instead of saying something is too niche, she would rather celebrate and go too niche instead, which is a really great attitude. Uh, these are bite-sized books taking on one subject and there's a little something for everyone. I have to give a shout-out in particular to Tapas by Anna Cabrera and Vanessa Murphy, the as we call them, the Lolas, Los Tapas de Lola and La Gordita. That is a great book that during like the summer months you just want to make every tortilla and croquetta and gazpacho and white sangria and all the different things that are there. But all four uh, books are fantastic. And if you already have them because you listened to us last year, you can get the subscription for the third year as a potential stocking filler gift. Where do you get them? Are they in all bookshops? They're in quite a lot of bookshops now, yes. Yeah. So like Dubray, Eason's uh, are huge supporters of them. Hodges Figgis. Um, Independence. Yeah. So they're getting a fairly good you, spread all around the country. Absolutely. And Although the subscription it's, can be got online at lostabooks.com as well, but uh, it's great, you know, especially as coming from our stable, it is fantastic to see the Independence. Okay. So. You have uh, an incredible Incredible, as you call it, Indian food book, Patrick. Indian food, yes. I have Spice Box by Sonil Guy, who is an incredible Indian chef. He owns Pickle on Camden Street. Oh, that is possibly the best Indian in the, in the city? Mm. I would argue it absolutely is. Yeah. It absolutely is. He is incredible. He also owns 
Tiffin in Greystones and Street close to Klonski. Um, this is his debut and I thought, how hasn't he had a cookbook yet? And here it is finally. Um, it's quite accessible, so if you're into Indian food, into Indian cuisine and are afraid to kind of cook it at home because of the spices or the processes, this is the perfect kind of starter of that. It'll give you all of the accessible entry points into Indian cuisine and also Irish ingredients in there too. Um, His whole sadir is authenticity, accessibility, easy things to cook at home. It has the kind of iconic things, the butter chicken, the biryanis, but it also has so much more. Um, And Indian cuisine is a whole world to explore. So I think this is the great starting point of that. Spice Box, Easy Everyday Indian Food by Sunil Guy. That, it looks absolutely fantastic. And those restaurants that you mentioned are terrific restaurants. So Russell, you have a book which you say is Global Inspiration for us. Yes, uh, Global Inspiration by a man who needs no introduction. It's Mr. Donald Skeehan with Home Kitchen, Everyday Cooking Made Simple and Delicious. And this book uh, is actually Donald's 11th book, which is a really great uh, thing for an Irish author to have so many. It must be different, difficult, though, to get to 11 books. I mean, what do you do differently in the 11th book? Well, well, have you not done every meal possible known to man or woman in your first 10 books? <laughs> There's always variations along the way. What's lovely about this in particular is that this is very much kind of taking uh, inspiration from his life as uh, moving from L.A. back home to Ireland to live in Hoth with his family, the kids growing up, the pressures of having, you know, two young kids and having to cook for them, weekends, moving houses, so many different things. It's kind of like a personal essay type of book instead. Interestingly, when we were going through this uh, a couple of weeks ago, Patrick turns to me and go, did you write this? Because every recipe in this is something you would eat and probably have made before. And it's a re- it's, I think that just speaks as to why I'm so enthusiastic about it. It is such a such really as, great for book. For example, slow-cooked Mongolian-style beef with sweet potatoes. Yeah, there you right go. up my street. There's a lot of <laughs> right very... Up my, right up mine as yeah, well. There's a lot of really interesting recipes from, especially around Korea. We have a huge love of Korean food, so there's a lot of recipes inspired by the likes of there. There's also great uh, things to to cook at the weekend, reverse seared cote de boeuf, you've got lovely potato dishes, you've got really easy suppers as well that are quick and easy, minimal ingredients but maximum flavour. I think he's done a really great job with this um, and yeah, there's also a spice bag burger in there which I'm very much in love with bit of everything for everyone uh, as I say, Don's 11th book and that's called Home Kitchen. Okay, looks very good. Okay, then we have a vegetarian book. You have we do. Patrick. So we've got Paradiso from Tennis Cotter. The famous restaurant down just beside the River Lee in Cork. Absolutely, it's there 30 years. It is a staple in Cork um, and is as cutting edge as ever for plant forward cookery. It isn't plant specific, it's plant forward. And this is Dennis Cotter, he has had three cookbooks out prior to this, but this is kind of capturing Paradiso as it is currently. Kind of throwing an eye to the past and the future and trying to kind of 
demonstrate exactly their ethos, their approach after 30 years. It's, Why, in what way has it changed? It has changed in that the style, the ingredients, the access to ingredients, the uptake of smaller plates, the increase of spice, and I think also the understanding of organics, of Irish produce. Um, I think he's captured all of that and it's also beautifully created. It's heavy. It's got thick pages. It's got beautiful styling. It is absolutely amazing. That section towards the back in particular is a really great, useful section that's full of like pickles and dips and sauces. So if you don't necessarily feel like making the entire recipe, because I guess we, we both agreed that recipes are things you wouldn't maybe, maybe make on a weekday night. Mm. Might be a, trying to impress someone at the weekend. It is really good to have those elements in your back pocket. Yeah, it's got things like dairy alternatives and pulses and stuff. Not not with photographs, but just short explanations as to what to do with the sauces and things like that. Okay, very good. Uh, what is your next one, Russell? The everyday all-rounder, you're calling this? Yes. So, um, there's a gentleman who is on TikTok and Instagram who everyone will know as uh, Nathan Anthony, board of lunch, or the way he says air fryer, because he's from Northern Ireland, and it's a fantastic way of saying it. I'm not doing the air fryer book, despite what we had discussed during the Gadget Show a couple of weeks ago. I'm actually going to talk about his Healthy Slow Cooker book, which is his first one, um, which sold millions of copies across the UK and Ireland. Hugely, hugely popular uh, book uh, by Nathan. This is all... And it says on the cover, calorie counted recipes to save you time and money, which mm, a lot of people would like. I'd exactly. Imagine. And especially after Christmas, especially into the new year, uh, everything is calorie counted, uh, if that is something that you are conscious about. The recipes are really, really accessible. We look at it from more of the accessibility and creativity point of view. I think we all instantly think of the slow cooker and the first thing we think of is is stew, soup, but there's a little bit more adventurousness going on in here by cooking. Although he's also got butter chicken. Every book you've given me <laughs> seems to have butter chicken. Is it's that so popular. I just love it a is. butter chicken, in right. fairness. But it also uh, has gin-infused spiced beef. That yes. That sounds interesting. Yes, and some really, really interesting takes there. So you get something that is, uh, you know, on the simple side as well. You've got things like meatballs, you've got soups and stews and the likes, but you also have plenty of noodle dishes. Yeah, it's very Indian and Asian mm-hmm. yeah. focused isn't it? Slow cookers really embrace the flavour that comes along from a lot of Indian and Chinese and Vietnamese kind of flavours instead. Just because it has that time to uh, infiltrate through the stocks and waters, it makes a lot more sense. But it's a really, really good book. I guess it's good for the people who are they have the slow cooker, who are very used to using it for the same old things and want a bit of creativity. And it's approachable and very, very simple too. Patrick, you've got a collaborative cookbook for a good cause. What is it? I sure do. I have the gathered table come piled by Gather and Gather Ireland. Um, this is a collab cookbook um, that brings together chefs, bakers, producers um, who have all offered their kind of comforting steer on home cooking. Um, and it's all in aid of the Peter Mac. Very trust, um, and this is again beautifully produced. It's a it's a heavy um, hardback. It's kind of a coffee it's a coffee table table, really, yeah. It? And again, the photography is just out of this world. It's so beautifully styled. Um, 
it's each of the contributors are kind of offering their sear on home cooking, including us. Our sadiki coffee pudding is in there towards the back. Each of the chapters are split up into the kind of hero protein in it. It has everything from breakfast until dessert. Um, And it's just a great kind of inspiring coffee table cook book aimed at the home cook. It's beautifully produced. It's, the pictures are absolutely beautifully done in this. You can see why it would nearly be a coffee table book. Okay, I think we have just about time for one more, Russell, we, do we? We do indeed. One last book here, and last but not least, is Mr. Paul Flynn of uh, the Tannery in Dungarvan. This is his latest book, which is called Butter Boy. And when you look at it, it does look like a block of butter on the side there. It's a big beast. It's a big beast, and as people flick through it, you may notice one thing, much like Nigella Lawson's debut book, How to Eat, there are no images. Why not? It's all writing here. It's all about writing. So this is the book for the the lover of food writing. So this is quite unique. Paul Flynn worked for a good few years as the uh, food writer and uh, recipe writer for the uh, Irish Times. A lot of it during the pandemic in particular. Mm. And he has such a beautiful way with words. He is a fantastic food writer and his recipes are great and very inspirational too. What I love about this is that it has gathered over 450 50 recipes and all of his articles that were published in there and compiled them into a book. So if you're sitting there by the fire over Christmas week, you can have a little flick through and enjoy some of Paul Flynn's uh, wittering away and whiling away the hours as well. And he will jump out... He makes it all seem so easy. I'm just reading these things. If only it was as easy that you could prepare all these meals in four paragraphs. He will inspire you. He will offer you all of that confidence and control, I guarantee it. And how he writes is so casual, conversational, so funny. It's a great book. I think that's a really enjoyable one over Christmas in particular. That's published uh, by Nine Bean Rose. It's a 40 euro, but it's a fantastic little text that you can enjoy and dip in. Butter Boy by Paul Flynn. Thank you Russell Alford and Patrick Hanlon, restaurant critics at the Sunday Times Ireland and writers at gastrogaze.com. We will put the full list up for you on the TFM website if you missed any of those titles. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today.